The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 249. Yeah. How are you this evening? Doing good. Yeah? Yeah, Feeling all right. I've got... um, So this is a serious topic. Mm. Um, It's not that we don't always have serious topics, but this one is how to talk to your kids about death. Yeah. Now, I will have a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, I did a video for this, and I have to tell you and be honest that it took me many takes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was there's some emotional parts. So I, now that I've already done that, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen so that we don't have to keep like turning it off. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you that there's, there's some very personal stuff. Yeah. And so I'm just using that as a disclaimer and a caveat now is that if somebody here skips in the uh, recordings, (laughs) it's because I turned it off and had to go get a a (laughs) tissue to wipe my eyes. Uh, No, Um, it is a topic that I think most parents just most people avoid talking about. And, you know, death is not something that uh, many people want to talk about. It's uncomfortable. It brings up emotions and feelings that we just don't want to deal with. Right. And when we have kids, we want to protect them and anything that's unpleasant. Um, we just, we try to avoid and death is very unpleasant. Sure, so yeah. the truth is it just sucks, <laughs> yeah. um, but it is a reality yeah. and we all eventually die. As far as I know, right. some people that might believe otherwise. Sure. Um, and, and I think nearly everyone experiences some kind of unfortunate death to someone that they love while they're alive. Yeah. You know, and I know for you personally, you've experienced some, some tragedy and um, you know, for me growing up, I did not. And so it was, I mean, I had a grandparent pass, Mm. but for the most part, I didn't really have to deal with death very much. Like interesting. You say that because same here, like for a good stretch of time, um, I don't remember many people like a funeral, nothing. I didn't, yeah. as a kid, I, I never like, had to go right? to any funerals. Yeah, or anything. It wasn't until I became a teenager where like my aunt, no, actually that was, like, I was in college. I was in college. Same yeah. thing. I was in college and my aunt passed. So, yeah. um, but like my great grandma was the only person that, and she was 93, right. you know, like I, it was understood. I can understand at, at 12 years old when she died, <laughs> that when you're really old, sometimes yeah. you're going to die. Like, it's right. okay. But no one really close to me got down you know? Right. And then it was the same thing. And then it wasn't until my college and then adult years that I dealt with people that was, were closer to me. Right. Even my grandparents who I was really close to. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, not that that's a positive or negative thing, but the idea is like, you know, even as a kid, you didn't really learn how to deal with it. Right. And that's the part that I think is important. It's, you know, how do we talk about death to our children right. so that, um, you know, there, the process is a little bit less painful you know, for them. Uh, and so I wanted to go over a couple things that I learned. I went through my own grieving process, um, you know, which I'll talk about. And, um, you know, what are some things that you can do in dealing with your child and talking about death to them? And, and this, these were helpful for me. Um, I, I think this can apply to whether you're talking about, you know, a parent, the unfortunate, you know, if a child has to experience a, a parent dying, a friend, a relative, or or even somebody in the public eye, you know, it could be somebody famous, and um, it doesn't matter. I mean, death just can affect 
affect us and it affects us in different ways. And I just think that most of us are not taught how to deal with it. And I, I think, you know, this, this podcast goes internationally. And so it's important to recognize too, is different cultures and different countries have very different views on death. Sure. You know, I mean, in some cultures it's totally fine. It can be talked about. It's celebrated. It's a it, versus others. Nobody mentions it. Correct. Don't even talk about it. Don't even want to see it. Yeah. Uh, and so it can really be, uh, a, a, there's a wide spectrum of how people do it. So I can only kind of share my own experience. And I think often here in the U S at least, you know, death is just something we don't want to talk about. It's, right. it's, it's not dealt with very positively. Now yeah. there are some cultures within the U S that I think do deal with it. I've seen celebrations and seen stuff, but for the most part, at least I, I wasn't brought up with any knowledge of how to deal with it. Sure, so, yeah. um, so like I said, I want to share some, some personal experience. My mother passed away years ago after, you know, a long battle of can with cancer and, um, it, it was devastating. I mean, it, it affected my entire family. Uh, my kids at the time, my son was three. Mm-hmm. And then, so my daughter was one, mm. um, you know, so for my daughter at one, I mean, she, she really didn't understand. And there was nothing, there was nothing really to deal yeah, with, right, right. um, for my, for my son. And, you know, he was three years old. He knew grandma, he knew her well, and he had questions. Um, and so for me, that was hard because I mean, I'm dealing with the death of my mother. I didn't know how to really process it myself. Right. And then I'm trying to deal with my child and trying to help them through it. Yeah. And so I just, I really was lost and I really didn't know how to do with it. So I ended up going to grief counseling. Uh, We've had Jim, my grief counselor. Uh, We have, we'd had him on the podcast. I think I want to say it was all the way back in episode 37. Oh, wow. I think, I think it was 37 years ago. Yeah. And, and he was absolutely instrumental in helping me. You know, I mean, I, I still, to this day, um, you know, he was, he was just really helpful in teaching me some ways to deal with it in healthy ways. And so that's where I, I can hopefully help along this process. And these were a lot of the things that he taught me mm-hmm. and that's why I can pass these on. So um, the first thing is to be honest, you know, we don't want to hide it. So you can't, you know, sweep it under the rug, not talk about it, pretend it didn't happen, mm-hmm. which a lot of people do. I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> um, and, it's just, I, I think as you deal with it, as it relates to the child, all of these things are going to be different based on the child's age. So, you know, being honest is being honest, um, but it can vary on the level of detail, etc. So with my son, as the example, you know, he's three years old and, and we told him, I mean, grandma died. She died of cancer, which we kind of tried to explain was your body getting really, really sick. It's not a sick. I mean, that was scary. Yeah. So that right there yeah. then caused more questions because right, he's yeah. like, well, so if I'm sick, well, I'm going to die. Yeah. Gonna, so you yeah, have to exactly. say, no, no, no. It's not something that you can catch in that way. You know? And so you have to, you have to be careful with how much detail you, <laughs> you, you provide. Ask the inevitable questions that you didn't think of. Yeah. And he didn't grasp everything, but he did realize that grandma wasn't going to be here anymore. Like that, that was enough, you know, to understand that, you know? And, and so 
he kind of, we said she's up in heaven. And so then he like kind of would look up and realize like she's in the sky. Um, there was this story where, uh, we were, I forget where we were, but we had a, like a, um, hot, uh, helium balloons mm-hmm. and like we were trying to finagle them. It was like for a birthday or something. And one of them went up in the air and we lost it. And he said, Oh, don't worry about it. Grandma will get it. <laughs> like, and we all started laughing. Cause it's like, you know, his thought was that she was up in the air yeah. and like kind of hanging out there. <laughs> and, um, and so it was just, it was really funny. That's and so, great. yeah, we were honest with him to that extent, but obviously he didn't totally grasp right, yeah. it. Um, but well, that'd be cool if that was the case. You just I know. tie a note to a balloon and say, <laughs> totally, I'll yeah. go to grandma. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, that big, that became this funny story of like, you know, she's up, she's up in the sky. Yeah, and so yeah. we would make comments to that. Yeah. Um, or even like when, you know, the weather and, mm. and all kinds of things would happen. So. That was that. Um, a second thing is is being empathetic. And you try to put yourself in the child's place. And you're looking at a death from their perspective. And so, you know, their age is going to make a big difference. But when you are, you know, talking about a three-year-old mm. and you're trying to look at it from their perspective, they really don't get it. Mm. But they kind of do. They know that they're not going to be here anymore, but they're not understanding why. Right. And so, you know, and it also depends on the, like, who died. Sure. You know, think about yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, the parent, a parent dying versus a sibling versus a friend versus yeah. a celebrity that they liked or, you know, whatever. They may have a completely different relationship to the person than you did. Sure. You know, and... um and so you have to understand that also, and you're trying to look at it from their perspective. So, you know, if, if the, if your child had lost, let's say a really good friend, mm-hmm. you know, that's totally a different perspective than they lost a parent. Right. You know? And so that's the hard part. You got to try to put yourself in that, in that situation. And right, so being right. empathetic can really help you in talking with them and dealing with them when you're putting yourself there. Right. Because you, and one of the things I learned about grief is that it's different for everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? I had a conversation with a friend of mine about that and we process things differently. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think I might've mentioned this on the show is that, you know, when I lost my brother, I didn't, I did a podcast the same day when I, I heard the news. I remember. Yeah. And it was just a strange thing. I, I did, it was a different, thing, different show I was doing at the time. And um, peop, even the guy that I was co-hosting was like, you don't have to do this. We did a live thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And it's just I weird, remember you weird, telling me that. Weird yeah. way of processing it. It was, it was, but I just understood. For some, was, it would be, yeah, I'm just going to continue on. Yeah. I mean, you're not pretending it didn't happen. No, it's just that. But it's like, okay, my life has to, I, I, I felt that way. out of that for a minute and then yeah. did what I would have to do, then put it back on when I got home. And yeah, I've, I felt that way too. When my mother passed, I mean, I went into work Yeah. shortly after. I mean, we had some stuff to deal with, sure. but I, 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 whereas other people would be like, no, forget it. I'm, I can't yeah, do anything. I'm checked out. Yeah, yeah, I can't. And for me, it was a good distraction. Yeah. Like I wanted to be around the family. I yeah. wanted to just, you know, I wanted to go to work. I wanted to do the things that I enjoy yeah. and, you know, and so, yeah, it, it is, it's, you learn that just everybody does it differently Sure. and you know, you can't be judgmental about it either. It's like it, everybody grieves in their own way. Yeah. And so, um, and the third thing, use the word death. So sometimes we use different words thinking that it's going to make the situation easier to handle. You know, 
we might use a term like passing away. Hmm. And like for an adult, that's fine because you understand what that means. But for a child passing away, or maybe you'd say like, well, they've gone to sleep, you know, I've gone to sleep forever. It can be really confusing and and scary because the child, like I, if I said, Oh, grandma was really sick. Like, Oh wait. So like they're passing away. I I don't really understand that. Or they've gone to sleep. So meaning like I can go to sleep and not wake up, Mm. you know? And so you, you have to be really careful. So we've, we use the term death Mm. and, and it, and it sometimes doesn't feel good to use it. Right. Like, Nope, she died. Yeah, I mean, you don't want She's to sugarcoat it in that context. Right. Yeah, and using that specific word, and that was something Jim had said: is just just use the word death. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the the child it makes it very clear, and they know exactly what you're talking right, about. Right. Yeah. So that was important. Um, number four: allow yourself to grieve. So this was probably the single most important thing that I learned. Um, giving myself permission to cry, be angry, feel all the emotions that I was going through, mm-hmm. um, without judging yourself. Right. Um, cause I, I mean, I recall at first it was like right before I was going to the grief counseling. And even when I first started, it was like, I would get upset at myself for getting sad yeah. and getting upset and, so and the, I was like, come on, you like, you snap out of this, like you're fine, but, but you know, and like kind of talking like that. And I, I remember judging myself a lot about that of like, Oh, how am I dealing with this? Am I, am I dealing with this? Okay. You know, and kind of judging that. So you want to give yourself permission to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. I mean, everyone, like we said, everyone deals with it differently and give yourself the permission to feel Whatever that is, if you're feeling angry, allow yourself to be angry. Right. If you're feeling sad, allow yourself to cry and be sad. And that was something I remember that just was really impactful because it felt like then I didn't have to bottle the stuff up. Mm. You know, it was a release that I was like allowed to cry and I was allowed because I was getting angry. I remember a lot of like these emotions, you go through all these different stages and they talk, he talked about that and I was angry for a while. And then I just, I felt lost and I felt like there's so many different stages of it. Um, You just, you have to give yourself the permission to grieve. Mm. And that was really, really important. And so along those lines is the next thing which is number five is let your children see your emotions. Mm. So part of this, we're talking about dealing, you know, how to talk to your kids about death. And so allowing yourself to grieve the reason this is important because it then allows you to deal with it with your children. So in other words, like it's your dealing and I, and I will use this term, you're dealing with it a little bit more healthy. And so it allows you to then, deal with your kids Mm. about it because you have to put on your oxygen mask first. You know, you have to make sure that you're okay. And so number five, letting your kids see your emotion. I'd say this was a hard one for me um, because I felt I had to be quote strong Mm -hmm. around my kids. And what that meant for me was I didn't want them to see me cry right? because if they saw me sad, that would make them more sad mm-hmm. is what I you know, was, was thinking. And I didn't want them to cry. I didn't want them to worry. I didn't yeah. want them to do that. And so I would hide when I was crying. Yeah. I would hide that from them. And when I learned that I needed to allow myself to grieve, then 
if it happened to be around my children, it was around my children. Mm. And if I felt it at that moment, I would allow myself to cry and my kids would see me cry. And so what happens was, is they would see dad, you know, crying or being angry or being sad and they would ask questions and they would typically say like, Hey, what's going on? Or are you okay? Or whatever. And I would typically, the, the answer was often, yes, I'm really sad that grandma died. Right. Um, it's all going to be okay, but yes, I am sad. And I would like admit it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm admitting it to my kids. Yeah. And I just remember that made me human to them. Um, it was funny because when I recorded, I'd recorded this as a video. I did a little robot thing because <laughs> I was like, regardless of what <laughs> many people, human. yeah, like, woo. you know, many people, like when they watch my videos, my, they've, a couple of people have commented, not many of uh, like, you know, I could be robotic okay. just with what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, like he doesn't show any emotion or I was like, yes, I do. I show a lot of emotion. <laughs> uh, I'm going to argue that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know it, it showed my kids that I was human and I, I just think, you know, I, I do recall too, it was interesting. My son, I remember him getting a kick in a sense of me showing emotion. Like yeah. He actually, there were times and this, I mean, you think of a three-year-old four, you know, four-year-old, whatever, where he would actually say, so are you sad about grandma? And he would actually want me to cry. Cause it was like, it was, it was like, like it was an almost entertainment or something. I don't know what the psychology of it was, I feed but, up your tears. but he like, yeah, like the ability to like do that. Like there was yeah. something about it that he it, and, it's kind of a validation when someone that is kind of above you shows something that they're now on your level. Maybe it's like, yeah. I feel like as a kid, or even as an adult, uh, you know, when, when, when certain people like a parent or it, it kind of admits something and yeah. you, you feel more empowered. Yeah. I, I, I wish I knew Maybe if anyone knows the psychology behind yeah. that, it'd be, it'd be really interesting, but yeah, he was definitely, he would, he would do that. And mm-hmm. he'd say like, Oh, well, that picture of grandma probably makes you sad. Or like, you know, he would wow. like, as he got a little older, it yeah. was almost like, like egging me on, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, it wasn't something he was trying to do negative. Like yeah. he wasn't, it wasn't intention. Wasn't negative. I mean, he's four year, five years old or yeah. whatever. Um, but I just, I think that that's an important thing is, um, letting them see your emotion. And so that's, that's important. Yeah. Next thing be in number six, be inclusive on whatever is going on. So if you're having a funeral, if you know, services or there's like family meetings, um, obviously depending on the complexity, but include your children, include the children in the I, thing. So they, Oh no, you know what? They don't need to go to the service or they don't need to go to the wet or the, the wedding, the, the funeral, <laughs> or you know what? The family's going to have a meeting. Well, let, let them be there. Let them be part of it. And I don't think it's something that's just for adults. And if they're exposed to it, it becomes, um, it, it becomes less scary. Yeah. It's not foreign to them. It's good for them to experience these things as they'll become then more comfortable with it. So I think that that's an important thing. And I think oftentimes children will be excluded from that because the, you know, the adults think that it's just for adults or it's too, it's too much for them. And I just don't think that that's an, you know, that, right. that was something that I think, you know, Jim had also said, it's just include them. Let them be part of it. Yeah. Um, number seven, let the child lead the discussion. So you don't have to dump a bunch of info or details on them about the death. Um, 
you just, you know, let them ask questions and you will answer them. Right. You know, they're going to have questions. They just, they will, but let them lead the discussion and just be honest with them. And, you know, that's the important part is that when you're honest with them, they'll ask some questions. You don't need to give them more detail than they need. Mm-hmm. You provide the answer and then that's it. Yeah. So, you know, circling back with this is I, I, I think that, you know, which we mentioned is that everybody deals with this differently. Everybody deals with death differently. There's no perfect way to deal with death. You know, as it relates to our kids, I, I do hope that these tips help. It be, you know, it's hard to talk to them. It's hard to express and um, share with them what's happening when you are going through this yourself. Right. And you sometimes, you know, you like I did, you don't have an idea on how to process it. Um. But I think if you are going through grief, I, I I can't tell you enough that, you know, attending a support group, which I also did that, um, a grief group, yeah, uh, going to grief counseling, all of those were really helpful for me. And so I do suggest that, you know, if, if you are dealing with the death of anybody and um, even if you don't think that you're having that much difficulty with it. It's just, it's really something that can benefit you and it helped. So Alan, I know this is a heavy topic, but if anybody has any questions, comments, or concerns, what should they do? They should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Maybe hit us up on the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever we're found uh, at daduniv, daduniversity. Um, If you have any tips and tricks or things you want to know about, actually, it might be good to comment on some of those things and kind of reach out. Maybe uh, Jason could help you through that. Um, yeah, I could help you through it as well. Um, go to YouTube, see all the great videos of the uh, Dad University on YouTube, and uh, leave some maybe subscribe and leave some comments there. And if you do nothing else, go to the place that you're listening to us on right now and subscribe to it, and leave some comments and a thumbs up and some five stars, and uh, share it with your friends. It really helps perpetuate the show. Right on, Alan. As always, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.